0: Today in Health IT, the last in our people and HR trends as we look towards 2023 and try to develop our I Believe statements so that we are ready for what comes at us in 2023. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping Health IT staff current and engaged. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, Tau site, Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. All right, I'm writing out my I Believe Statements for 2023. I'm taking you through the process. And uh, if you haven't heard me talk about this, I do an entire Today Show on this concept. I think I did it in January of this year. Uh, the bottom line is we all have beliefs which drive our behaviors and our actions. And I actually take the time to write mine out and revisit them throughout the year to make sure I understand why I'm making the decisions I'm making. All right. So we started looking at HR and people trends. We took a look at this report from the Academy to Innovate HR. We chose this one because we looked at the 2022 trends and I agreed with most of them. And I think many of them are still going on. And so we look at the 2023 trends and we looked at a focus on total well-being, which I was really excited about, and I believe is a focus for healthcare already, and is one that we will continue to look at. Managing work for, workforce ecosystems, I believe, is a 2022 trend, but is uh, worth looking at, but not as strongly. Redefining remote and hybrid work strategies, again, I think is a 2022 strategy that continues. So I think both of those are not really forward leaning as much as looking back. The evolving role of the CHRO, I thought, was a pretty stale Kind of uh, prediction for 23 in that every role is evolving, all the way down to your staff person. They're all evolving. HR enters the metaverse. I strongly believe that we will see significant movement in the metaverse. In fact, I think everyone will be spending time in the metaverse within the next decade. And therefore, you have to establish your presence in the metaverse, both from a staffing standpoint, but also an education standpoint, and in every other way. So, not only virtual reality, but also mixed reality and augmented reality, I think will be key. And then creating purpose-driven organizations absolutely believe that this is one of the defining aspects of any culture, of any organization. And it's not enough to just say we're in healthcare. It has to connect with the people that you are trying to hire. And that could be around sustainability, could be reaching out to the poor and disenfranchised and those that are disconnected and helping them with their health. It could be a lot of different things, but we have to create purpose-driven organizations. People understand that they're investing their life in things. And we have these trends going on, like quiet quitting and other things that we have to get in front of. All right, so we're gonna try to go through a bunch more, get to you know what we believe as we close this series out. So number seven is inclusion across the employee life cycle. All right, so we're going to take a look at what that, what they're saying that this means. Diversity, equity, inclusion, and, and belonging, which they identified in their 22 trends, have been receiving more visibility. All Fortune 100 companies have their DEI initiatives outlined on their websites, and 49% of them have a dedicated DEI initiative leader. Despite the increased visibility and attention paid to b organizational leadership is still too often white and male. We expect that one of the pivotal HR trends in 23 will be HR stepping up its game in building more inclusive HR practices. At the moment, diversity initiatives primarily focus on recruiting. However, HR organizations are increasingly analyzing their entire employee lifecycle through DEIB lens. What initiatives can we implement to promote DEIB? In all stages of the employee life cycle. There are plenty of opportunities when it comes to onboarding, development, promotion, and other people practices to create more inclusive workplaces where people feel like they belong. DEIB also offers an opportunity to connect the organization's purpose with diversity initiatives. This makes business sense, but also is the right thing to do. We also increasingly see a focus on training HR staff to create HR practices from diversity perspectives. I believe that this trend needs to continue and should continue. And I think it's gonna take a huge blow in 2023. So that's my belief. And I think the reason it's gonna take a huge blow in 2023, not that it's not necessary to link this to the purpose of the organization, but I think it's gonna take a huge blow because in economic downtimes, people hunker down and focus on making money. Again, should continue, should be focused. I I believe you should have compensation structures that are tied to this in order to make sure it continues its momentum. And I believe we're going to continue to hear a lot about it, but I think its progress will be stilted in 23, unfortunately, because that's what happens in a down economy upskilling leaders and managers. During the great resignation, many high performers were promoted to managerial positions in an attempt to retain them. At the same time, several organizations have been willing to take a shot at hiring less organized candidates for managerial positions due to talent shortages. Boy, that statement drives me nuts. <laughs> Sorry, a little opinionated this morning. I, By the way, I agree with this a thousand percent, upskilling leaders and managers is key. Because the world has changed in which we are managing people as we've talked about earlier. Therefore, your leaders and managers need to have a new set of skills, right? But the thing that drives me nuts is when we were at St. Joe's, we created three tracks in the IT organization. And one was a leadership track. One was a technical track or a technology track. And the other was a business track. So business analysts. And you could go all the way up those tracks if you wanted to. And the other thing we showcased was that we had levels within the business track and the technology track where you could make as much money as managers, if not more money than managers, if you were at the top of your game in those tracks. Because you know, some people shouldn't be managers at the end of the day, but they they should be compensated for what they bring to the table. And so we had the, we, we had very simple three tracks and people could look at it and say, that's what's next in my career. That's the direction I want to go. Or I would like to jump onto a different track. It was very simple. If your organization doesn't have that kind of simplicity in terms of its career track, you're missing out on a communication opportunity and whatnot. But anyway, this one is upskilling leaders and managers. Absolutely needs to happen. We're in a changing world. Increased investment in deskless workers. Sure, 2022 trend, actually 2021 trend because we have more and more deskless workers. Uh, The rise of algorithmic HR. So more and more HR is being done with analytics and we need to continue to utilize analytics in every aspect of our business. And that includes HR, especially as people are remote and working remotely. And then finally reshaping the workplace learning. 2023 also is a year in which HR will reinvent employee development strategies and bring learning into the day-to-day work. Amid the great resignation and the great reshuffle, lack of career development and advancement is the top reason for quitting a job, according to a McKinsey report. And while 87% of organizations know they have a skills gap or will have one within the next few years, only 40% of employees say their company is upskilling. Closing the skill gap is one of the critical ways for HR to make a difference in their organization. However, doing this well requires initiatives and reinvention of old learning approaches. This is an interesting one. I'm going to agree with the concept, reshaping the workplace learning, getting more day-to-day. And I think we're going to be tasked, especially in IT and within HR of bringing on these contract workers and bringing them up to speed more quickly. I think that's already happening, right? So we need to take these contract nurses, contract employees, and make them available to the workplace quicker and make them more productive more quickly. Absolutely is going to happen. I think we need to be perpetually focused in on upskilling, as we've already talked about, a very important concept. I don't think we need to be overly dramatic and focused in on retention, to be honest. I think there's a, there's a healthy thing that happens when you bring new employees into an organization. You get new thoughts, new ideas, and I think it's an exciting time when you bring new employees in. So it's not the worst thing in the world. I, I would always keep an eye on that number. I mean, you don't want it to get out of whack, but it's not the end of the world when somebody leaves and a new person comes in because you, you get, you know, just new thinking, new ideas, a, a new energy when a new employee comes in. So not the worst in the world. All right. In the last three minutes, I'm going to give you, just having gone through this report, just some of the I believe statements that I have right out of the chute here. One, I believe we are absolutely going to be focused in on total well-being of our staff, mental, physical, financial. We need to understand them on an individual basis, what motivates them. And that is going to be key in 2023. I believe organizations are going to continue to face headwinds as they try to bring employees back to the office, and they're going to face a disadvantage. And we are going to have to figure this out, the remote and hybrid work strategies. So I don't think this is a new trend for 23, but I think it's going to continue. We need to figure out what roles need to be on site and which ones can be remote and be able to live in that world of remote and hybrid. I believe in the next decade, we're going to see businesses across the board be in the metaverse and and all that that in, entails. that doesn't mean Meta's vision of the metaverse. It just means utilizing virtual reality, augmented reality, and mixed reality. I think that's gonna happen in the next decade. 2023 will be sort of the, 22, 23 will be the time in which we start toying around with it. It's gonna be a toy. It's gonna be interesting. It's there's There's no killer use case except education. Education is a killer use case at this point but I think 23 will be one of those years that we all all get introduced to it and look at it and go, oh, this could be a little different than I thought. Purpose-driven organizations. I believe purpose-driven organizations will have a competitive advantage going into 23 if they didn't already in 22 and 21. And we've had this competitive advantage in healthcare for years because we would say we, we do more than just sell widgets. We help people. We care for people. Now, What we have is a trust and credibility gap that's starting to form because we are causing the most bankruptcies of any industry. We are still delivering an extremely poor experience, a disjointed experience across the board, and other factors. Our, Our people aren't happy, right? So we have people leaving healthcare and telling the story of why they're leaving healthcare and those kinds of things. So we have to bring congruency between our purpose as an organization and what we are actually doing as an organization. So I think that that is going to be the trend for 23 is building congruency, building that trust that we are making progress towards healthier communities, towards delivering care for those who are relying on us. I believe as I have in previous years that this, this pace of change is going faster and faster and we are going to have to be upskilling not only our leaders and managers, which was part of these trends, but upskilling our staff at all times. If you're not upskilling your staff, you are sentencing them to unemployment in the future. They have to be upskilling at all times, learning at all times. Every two and a half to three years in IT, the technology is going to change, the work is going to change. And they need to be learning new skills. Even your Epic analysts and whatnot, their jobs will change. And you can't say, well, they'll always have a job they know, Epic. We've seen that in this world way too many times. Upskilling leaders, managers, and staff at all times is going to continue to be trend or you're gonna have an awful lot of people sitting in desks that uh, can't do the work that you need them to do in three to five years. And then finally, I think we need to see HR and our culture as a competitive differentiator. If you can build out the right culture, if you can instill the right values across the organization, if you can build the right environment that is dynamic, fun, has energy, has purpose, you are going to differentiate your organization and make it a place where people want to work. And I think part of that, quite frankly, for those leaders who aren't doing interviews, for those leaders who aren't Uh, coming on things like our show to promote what makes your culture stand out and dynamic. You're not establishing that national presence for recruiting. Uh, I think that's a mistake. And I think we're going to need leaders who step out of their comfort zone and become spokespersons for what you're doing in your organization. And that's what we do at this platform is give you that opportunity. All right. That's all for today. That's all for this week. If you know of someone that might benefit from our channel, please forward them a note. They can subscribe on our website, thisweekhealth.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, Stitcher. You get the picture. We are everywhere. We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders, Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, TauCite, Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.